<laughs> Young world. Another day, another episode. A late episode this week. We'll get into why. But hello, world. Young world. This is The Blank with Carlos and Ryan. I am one half Carlos. I'm Ryan. And this is, again, The Blank. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, We apologize for coming in late this week. As we did advertise, we were not going to shoot on our usual Thursdays this week due to uh, somebody getting a vaccine. I'm hoping that people saw our Instagram post. I think that was important because like if people listen to us on YouTube yeah. and not follow us on Instagram, then they wouldn't have known. Right. Like so, I got shit from somebody that listens to us and, yeah. you know, bless you to that listener. And yeah. she knows who she is. And she was like, yo, where the fuck is my Friday morning podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to, I just kind of yeah. had, thing to do she's like you know okay that's a proper excuse so yeah go check us out on instagram and uh go follow us there kind of speaking of instagram i actually got a message from one of uh uh, one of our listeners who uh based on your message one second and he and i quote he says lmao carlos i hope you roast your boy for fully dressing up to go get his shot And these other messages, he's so team light skin. Now, Ryan, <laughs> uh, we've known each other for quite some time. What? He, we've known each other for quite some time. <laughs> and I know I have made my jokes about you being too light skin for your own for your own being. Now, Ryan, if other people can see it, clearly it's an issue. Ryan, what? you need to chill out with the whole light skin attitude. What? And the, and the clothing choice, it's a problem, <laughs> sir. All right? Even our viewers are getting to see, even our viewers, our, our followers are now seeing this as a problem. This is a problem, sir. Okay? You have to tell me who said that. No, I'm coming. I absolutely not will not tell you. For their safety, I will not tell you. Just as an FYI to everybody, I don't have access to Instagram, so Carlos deals with <laughs> Carlos deals with all of our social media stuff. So Uh-oh. I just want to be clear, Ryan. It's a problem, sir. All right, your light skinnedness is 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 clearly being shown to the world. And look at this guy. Look at this. And Ryan, I and you were wearing a mask in that video, and I could tell for one hundred percent sure your lips were bitten at least ten times. You bit your lips many times under that mask. I did not even need to see it to know. All right. It was one take. No. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, Ryan, I can't have this. I can't have this being an issue for future episodes. Okay. If so, if we get big in the future, you know, if we get the viewers, you know, we get the endorsement deals. I can't have you going all light skin on me and getting all those, these modeling gigs. Okay. <laughs> I still need a partner for this podcast, sir. Man. Do you have anything to say for yourself in self-defense? Yeah. Whoever messaged that, I'm going to find you. Okay. All right. All right. No, I don't know, man. Like, I think that... Well, it's funny because 
I was like, man, I haven't dressed up or like even thought about wearing anything nice to like do anything in such a long time just due to COVID. Like it's been sweatpants central for the past what year? Yeah. You know, year and a bit kind of thing. It's just like, yeah, I just so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna go out, I'll look decent or half decent. Yeah, you know, bite my lip here and there if I have to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus but, uh, Christ. It went it went well, which is actually really funny because I had so many conversations with people during that time. Like I don't know. I had one person compliment me on my hat. Uh, um uh, and then just like full conversation with people. And I think that potentially even dressing that way uh maybe opens up a conversation and it was nice just to like see people out in the boat kind of thing you know i think that was the uh the cool part of it yeah i probably overdressed a bit to go get my fucking a bit? vaccine bro you look like the essence magazine back in 1990 <laughs> it's like jodeci for- <laughs> was missing one member oh man but yeah Jeez. i got it man i got you the got your vaccine yeah, i got yeah. my vaccine man yeah yeah, yeah it was a good time that's good. I too got my vaccine on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, went in, got it, you know, walked in there, had conversations with nobody because it's none of their <laughs> goddamn business why I'm there. You know, stayed all my distances and whatnot. Saw a few cuties here and there. I'm just like, God, I hope we have a summer. But uh, yeah, who knows? You were, spo- you, you were supposed to post a video. I was, and I got really, you know, and it was my, that was my bad. I got, you know, I'll get, I'll take the shame on you finger. Yeah. Uh, pause. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was my bad guys. I'm sorry. I should have posted. I was, cause I was thinking of posting something. Cause I, I, I was like it literally in the car, but then I'm like, okay, there's far too many people around. I shouldn't go this crazy. By myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, now that I got it, you know, I feel energized. I feel like the Hulk, you know, I feel good to go. So what you're going to do? No, <clears throat> not that Hulk. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I feel good. But, uh, you know, that's one down and one more to go the next four months. So if you live in a hot spot, people. I know things got canceled this summer, which sucks. I'm not happy about it. I wanted to go to Caravana. OK, C&E. Definitely. Taste of Danforth. All right, but I mean, here's the hope into next year that those are all still taking place. You know, I'm kind of scared for the CNE because you know the whole situation that they need money and they might they may close down forever. Yeah. If uh, so, if you heard about the petition, I I believe they only need five thousand signatures. There's a whole lot of Torontonians out there, so if you if you heard about this, uh, you know, the petition, please sign it. I already signed it already. Oh, Um, great, man! I gotta sign that still. Oh my God, Ryan! For God's sake! Damn, that'd be dope. Do you not? Do you not love your city? No, oh, I love it. Okay, come on, then get it together, sir. Save the CNE. <laughs> that way, we can go and press the females. Well, I can. You, on the other hand, I don't know what your situation is. And you, you know, you just go and then you know just have a good time back at CNE and Caravana. Yeah. We're doing we're doing a whole lot of gangsta-ish next year, by the way, Ryan. Whether you like it or you don't, okay. By the way, all right. Um, but yes, I understand things are canceled, but get vaccinated so you can at least have a bit of a fun summer as much as we can, you know. Definitely. So please, you know, if you live in a hot spot or whether you do or you don't live in a hot spot, I know it's a sacrifice, but line up to get the vaccine. The payoff will be well worth it. All right. Go and do that thing. 
uh, in other news, that new J. Cole album came out this week. I know you don't consider yourself a J. Cole fan for some reason. I don't. I, I did not listen to it yet, but oh I probably God. will give it a chance. I'll be honest with you. I, I think that know. I think that J. Cole has like his moments, but he's just not he's not it, man. Mm. But that one freestyle over 93 till infinity. That was good. Was disgusting. That was good. Like, absolutely yeah. disgusting. And if you haven't seen that, go check that out because he absolutely rips that. Um, I was shocked. I was honestly shocked. I'm like, shocked. I knew that J. Cole was absolutely like he was sick, but like that was just nasty. Like that was yeah. like, ugh. Oh, oh yucky. god. Ugh. Yucky. Yucky, yucky. So yeah, go check that out and yes. check out his album. So shout out to J. Cole for putting out the album. That's dope. I have yeah. to check it out still. Um, I'm sure it's pretty sick. Mm. You think it's sick? You said it was good. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. It was it was, it was fire. You know, I had a few uh, a few callbacks on there. Cameron was actually on the album. What? Was, yeah, man. Really? Cameron and Little John. That was random wow. too. Yeah. But no, it was good. It was a good album, man. I enjoyed it very much. So ten out of out of ten. What are you, Ooh, what are you giving it? You're giving me. You're putting me on the spot for the review. I will give. This is the Carlos official review of the J. Cole album. I will give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Good. It's a fire album. You know, it's not like perfect. Obviously, you know, there's there's a select few albums that I consider perfect. This album is very good for what we, what it is for J. Cole. It's a good album. Go stream it on your, uh, you know, on your nearest streaming platforms today. And you know, uh, right after that, listen to the blank with Carlos and Ryan on your streaming platforms today. What are you doing to yourselves? We're on Spotify too, <laughs> you bitches. So fucking get on that. So that's all I have to say about that. Uh, anything else from the past week that uh, is off on the top of your head? Though? Uh, we get into some nerd shit. Okay. I finally built my computer. Oh, and it's well, like fully done, which is in case, dope. In case y'all didn't know, Ryan uh, was using his work PC for the earlier yeah. uh, shows, but now he's uh, he's official. He built his own PC. You know, bought the whole thing. Um, you know, had a bit of an incident with the graphic card because uh, you know this uh, chip. What do you call it? This. Uh, uh, I don't even know. They're, they're, I don't know. They're man. out of chips. These out motherfuckers of chips. Oh, is out boy. of chips. Oh, dear. No Lay's. Gonna, yeah. No uh -oh. Doritos. These guys uh -oh. are out of chips. Makes me sick. Oh, Jesus. But okay. luckily it got done. It's finally completed. And, you know, we have some sort of an editing tool now, which is pretty dope. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, I think that was probably somewhat of the biggest news I had this week. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. And now as you can see Ryan in H80, you know, HD, 4K rather. Look at him. Oh, you know, 60 frames per second. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Ryan, if, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was going to address your light skinned issues. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a topic for a new an episode. Just like, why are you so light? Why do you act so light skinned? You're going to have to tell me who that was, man. That's, that's no. still going to bother me. <laughs> no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, but to get into the topic of today's episode or this week's episode, um, speaking of the CNE, what Carl's saying, 
Um, it's going to be gaming. Gaming. And I know how, I wouldn't say minuscule gaming is in relation to like the grand scheme of things, but I know, and I would think Carlos as well, like during that 90s era and like growing up in the early 2000s, like gaming was huge. Like all the consoles was big. There was like gaming before the internet, which is absolutely madness. You know what I mean? Like just kind of the one and two player where you sit and watch the same TV kind of thing. So I think today's episode is actually going to be pretty interesting. I think it's going to be fun to see and hear the stories of each other and, you know, what we played as a kid and like what we got to grow up with. So, yeah. 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 All right. Let's start it off. Ryan, what was your very first uh, gaming system when you were a kid? you know i i honestly like i i didn't even think about or like prep well enough for this episode i'll be perfectly honest with you so i do apologize that's that's the point that's the point we're off the jump we're having a conversation but i think i think it had to be definitely super nintendo and i'm sure that goes for a lot of other people as well and like mine too mine too i was fortunate enough to be in a spot where my brother loved the video game as well so he would go out and you know get the latest console however he got the money um and then luckily my mom worked her ass off enough to be able to kind of provide those kind of things and those luxuries for us as a kid so super nintendo definitely was the the first thing i remember playing when i was younger i don't remember what age it was Mm. but it was definitely it had to be probably like four and three maybe or something like that but do you know what games you played well, obviously, there's always a Super Mario's, of course, um, yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? And for those who don't know, and Uh-oh. I think I brought this up in a ninety, the '90s cartoon episode. Yeah. But biker mice from Mars. Ooh. I don't know if a lot of people know about that, but growing up in the '90s, there was this one cartoon called Biker Mice from Mars, and that was yeah. probably one of my favorite shit way back when and not a lot yeah. of people know about it because it's a very like underrated show yeah yeah but they had this one racing game that was kind of like a spin-off of mario kart but it was absolutely dope yeah and i remember running that with my cousins for any of my cousins that are listening you know what i'm talking about uh-oh but uh yeah no good times man what do i oh, yeah guys? what was the first so you said super nintendo was the first one yes yes uh yoshi's island i played a lot oh yeah there. um there was this one power rangers game i played a lot uh mortal kombat oh yeah i played there um it was like that was like really violent i'm just like oh that was like probably my first m for mature game i ever played um i had a few games for super nintendo um but i can't really think off the top of my head uh obviously you know your mario's your donkey kong's um and hmm. yeah that's basically yeah off the top of my head that's about it but yeah super nintendo was that system man it was so good you know i really miss those days where uh instead of you know online gaming that we have today you just like go to your friend's house after school or something and then uh you know play your video games even uh like i didn't do that for super nintendo i wasn't that broke i mean like we were we were we were, we were not 
you know, financially wise, we weren't the greatest, obviously, but you know, I you know, I held my own. Um, you know, there was your N64s. Now that was the system for me to me for, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I remember just like, you know, after school going to a friend's house or a friend's coming to, you know, my place and playing N64. The worst part about it is when the, you know, the talking the ish of playing these video games, <laughs> you're either, play either racing games or fighting games, you know, they, you know, you're talking, you know, we, nowadays these on these kids, these Gen Z kids are have to go do, you know, deal with this nonsense online from kids from China calling you the N-word and nonsense. But imagine to that, but in your face, in your own house, they're calling you this nonsense. And, uh, you know, if you have to sit there and take it because, you know, you're losing. Imagine playing, you know, uh, 007 Goldeneye and you're losing and, you know, and then you keep on losing. And then these, you know, these assholes are in your house. <laughs> calling you all these names you know, you know racial slurs and then you can't say anything back because it's not right house etiquette that was what pissed me off about video gaming back in the 90s okay jesus can you imagine you know you're just playing the game i'm trying really hard i'm just like this mother and then, and then you know he just like oh bitch you take you suck eat a dick you suck and i'm just sitting there like you know what whatever my mom just made some you know sandwiches you guys hungry right i can't i can't say anything back that's unfortunate but that's what sucked about people you know about these systems back then online gaming wise now i can take it because you know i don't know this freaking clown this dude's probably miserable you know lives in his mama's basement 47 years old i don't care but either still yeah um, that's what i you know that, that's what i that's what i hated about those games back in the day it was the ish talking that you had to do in person but very classic the greatest games ever came on those systems in terms of n64 super nintendo playstation one that's what i enjoyed about those systems but for me in my opinion n64 is my favorite like ever well now that you've given us the the hatred side yeah <laughs> yeah what do you what do you think was like special about that era in relation to like super nintendo um you know n64 what was special to you about it um i think the fact that it was the age of like the the age of where you test these you know gaming ideas like they could they would have like these random story you know these stories of like you know, because you're so used to the whole Mario, you know, Mortal Kombat, we're just, you know, dealing with the whole, it has to be that one segment of gaming. So it has to be either fighting, it has to have racing. Um, but now it just like segued into, you know, now RPGs are now a huge thing. So, you know, having an RPG on like those or role playing game for those that don't know, um, the, you know, just going into you know just have selecting a, a character you know and then dressing them up in whatever they want and then you just have this story where instead of you know you could just create yourself so i mean like this is not this is pre-online obviously so you just you just follow along with these stories and um that's what i enjoyed about it is just like there was no it was the without the online thing it was just a story it was just the stories of or, you know, just comparing it to, let's say, what's the one RPG that's a really good example? Uh, for me, uh, Chrono Trigger on Super Nintendo was a big one. Um, I was, I'm not going to front with you, sorry yeah. to cut you off there, but Go I ahead. actually just Googled it, kept yeah. it on the tab on the side, <laughs> just to try and get that in there and bring it up. Because yeah. that game was wild. Like, considered by many critics to be, like, the greatest RPG, like, ever made. 
so I'm many critics uh but in terms of gold like for me like golden sun on game boy advance that was a really good one um it's just like the you know it, it just the amount of detail of the story like even games today they have great stories now but like in the detail of the story and considering the graphics that they had they had to make best of what they you know what they had like that obviously like if you look back in the past like if you look back on videos the, the graphics are shit compared to what they are today but i mean the fact that the, you know they made do with what they had and they created these stories and they sell the amount of games that they did was just like it's 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 insane you know what i mean it's it's wild that they still created these stories and to this day like some of the greatest games came out of that era so that's why I genuinely enjoyed of the you know of that uh, you know of the '90s. You know, it just had like fantastic video games, great stories that came from it. The graphics, obviously, compared to now, are not great, but it's just the imagination that was put into the game was unreal, unreal. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But yes, you go ahead. I know you had your spiel about uh, Chrono Trigger. Well, I was just gonna say, like, I remember Chrono Trigger. For anybody who hasn't played Chrono Trigger, if you have an Android, I don't know if there's an Apple app for it, but you can actually go download Chrono Trigger on your for phone. For a few bucks? I, how yeah, much I, think, I don't remember how much. I think it's like 10 bucks or something like that. But that game's worth every single dollar. Whether you're emulating and you've got an emulator um, or whatever like that, go play that game because Chrono Trigger happens to be one of the best, what is it, 24-bit or 32-bit yeah. graphic rpg games of all time yeah. and just even the music like to oh, this yeah. day yeah i actually still have the ringtone well my ringtone currently is one of the theme songs of that like that specific so the soundtracks that's another thing soundtracks in relation to those games like was yes. absolutely massive yeah yeah you know and like mortal me Com the mortal Kombat theme you know yeah. that's like uh one theme that's really the super mario theme yeah you know it's just yeah the theme music of those games back then just like they they're just standing the test of time you know what i mean yeah. you can just hear the mario theme he instantly just jumps to oh hey that's mario obviously but yeah great stuff out of that uh genre or area i was gonna uh, say that that era i think was like you said earlier we didn't have that online aspect where you know i couldn't play with my little I don't live with my brothers anymore so it's kind of like I don't get to sit in the same room and we both be connected to the same console kind of thing anymore there's not that concept anymore but when I was younger things like N64 that opened up the four-player relationship or yeah just Super Nintendo where you just had the two slots the relationship that you happen to have or be able to kind of build with like my brothers like my brother's we probably wouldn't be as close as we are today without gaming, mm. you know, without those concepts of like sitting beside each other and like trying to beat Donkey Kong or Star Fox or whatever it is at that point in time to be able to kind of sit in that same room with that person to, you know, play games with them. Like I said earlier, N64 and the four, the four person. I remember yeah. how many hours me and my cousins put into Mario Party. Mm, all sitting in the game, same room game. we used to stay up we'd get licks or beats from our parents because we're staying up so late but like that relationship that i got to build with my cousins and spending so much time with them because we're all kind of just surrounded by this console that allowed us to all connect you mm. know in this digital level and like now with the technology advancement in relation to being online opening those doors to be able to kind of message my cousin that happens to live like an hour away kind of thing and she's like, yeah, what the fuck is up? Do you want to 
play Call of Duty or do you want to play Halo or whatever it happens to be? Yeah. Those early systems like like Super Nintendo, like N64, really built the basis of some of the relationships that I have with some of the people that I love to this day, you know? So I think that's the one thing I found really special about the, the growth in relation to technology, like aside from technology and the advancement of itself, but the building of those relationships that I had as a kid, I probably wouldn't have to this day if I didn't spend so many hours playing Super Nintendo or Super N64. You just had to be there. You just had yeah. to be there. It was wild. Yeah. Because nowadays, those systems are really expensive. Those games. Oh, yeah. SL2 are extremely expensive. Makes me I, really regret. I had both of those, and I really regret not keeping them. The thing about it is that it's like a thing to still try and go and find those. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, shout out to Murph, and he knows his story, but really quickly, um, my buddy Murph, and he's Carlos's buddy too, but uh, he was eh. like, eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. rude, Love man. You. Love you, Murph. Love but, you. uh, he was like, yo, I want to go buy an N64. And we were like 22 at the time. So this was mm. like years upon years after N64 was big. Yeah. And he's like, I want an N64. So I'm like, okay, like go find one. Kijiji or whatever like that. Sorry, this, this story's going to be really quickly, but. It's okay. Take your time. Um, so me and him drive out to like this hood. Inc- like he's like oh, i messaged somebody on kijiji they have n64 it's like i'm gonna go check it out so we drive out to like this random like sketchy ass apartment building oh where was this i think it was in scarborough I oh, okay i was gonna say I, I thought you were gonna say like kitchener or something no, I, was no, just, like, I think it was in somewhere like deep in scarborough and like, okay but we're in like the hood or whatever like that in this sketchy building so we park up and we meet the guy at the front door and he's like, oh, like you guys are Murtaza and Ryan, like whatever, because I guess yeah. that our names. And we're like, yeah, we want to check out the N64, or at least try it before we buy it from you. Yeah. Well, so he's like, yeah, come up. So then we get to his apartment. This guy literally has no lights on and he didn't turn on any lights for whatever reason. There's and he only... patted you down as you got into through the door. I had almost like felt like he probably, <laughs> I don't know, it was like the wildest night. So like oh, we're there, Jesus. it's at nighttime. It's like t- nine at night roll up to this random apartment building. It's like this old Asian dude. He's probably in like his like fifties. Yeah. And we go up the elevator with him and he's like, come to my apartment. This guy like didn't turn on any lights. It was the darkest fucking apartment ever. We Mm. get into the apartment. He has his kitchen and a living room. It's a pretty small apartment, but all he has in this apartment is this old school tube TV and like a mattress on the floor. And there's nothing else there. I remember. Oh, and the N64 right beside uh, the, the tube television. And at this point, we already had LCD telev- televisions yes, and like yeah. fucking 1080p. Yeah, 1080p, like that kind of stuff out. And he has old tube. And he's like, okay, we'll test it. So we tested it. And then me and Murph are sitting in this old guy's apartment playing Super Nintendo or N64. Yeah. Just to test if this thing was working. I don't remember how much Murph paid for the actual N64, but I remember like leaving. He paid him. We took the stuff, left. And I remember being like, man, that is the sketchiest fucking dude oh, ever yeah. selling N64s. And it was the weirdest night. I remember, but Murph's happy and I think he still has the N64, but it's just like the, the depths and the length and the distances that we happen to go through 
just to get just to relive your past (laughs) just to relive your past just to just yeah i know man like jesus christ and then uh a few years and then now what if they come up with a whole uh like a remastering of the n64 like they did with the playstation and the sega that'd be huge that'd be pretty big huge and then murph would just be like i went to that sketchy dude's apartment for no goddamn reason yeah Yeah. so uh nintendo (laughs) if you're listening make it happen i'm trying to you know throw it in murph's face um but yeah that's uh that's awful i would uh, uh you know you had you know um my heart was racing but as soon as you said scarborough so you know obviously <laughs> for those of you that don't know scarborough and brampton are my least favorite cities in the gta um and i'm shouting them out i don't give a fuck so anyways yeah my least favorite not oh a fan my God. Um, it was, we just lost a whole bunch of listeners i don't i right, the, right then and there don't care i don't <laughs> Like, get yourself together. Get your ish together. Brampton, <laughs> why is it so, why the insurance rate so expensive there? I work for an insurance company. I know they are expensive. Get your ish together, Scarborough. You're sketchy. Deal with it. You know, you got to improve. All right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. If you have a problem with me, see me. I live in, no, I'm not even going to throw there. You know what? You had me for a second, but I'm just going to let you know my fists are like a family-friendly game. They rated E for everyone. You understand? I am about that life, okay? Let's go. Let's do it. Anyways. Oh, my God. That's the end of rant today. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. I want all the smoke. I don't care. I don't care. Got me doing my gaming trash talk on this goddamn podcast. Jesus. All right. Rated E for everyone. Anywho. <gasps> so, yeah, I was a really big fan of PS2 growing up. <laughs> that was a really good system for me. Um, and one to 100, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never played online for PS2, though. That sucks. Well, I mean, because you have to pay. I didn't think I did either. Yeah. To be honest for, with you. I yeah, don't know how I, that worked. Yeah. Is there like a cord to, in the back? Yeah, you have to stick a port a cord in the back and then you have to pay. Like a phone line cord? I think so. Or I know, I think it had Ethernet. But then the PS3 came about and then they had online for free. I'm like, oh that was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, down to the PS4 is charging online, which I'm not impressed about. But uh, yeah, um, in terms of uh, system growing up, PS2, that was a big one for me. That was a really big deal. Ryan is an Xbox dude. Um, feel free to skip forward if you're not really into the Xbox. It's, uh, it's whatever. When, uh, did you have the original Xbox or? You know what's funny? I didn't actually. Ooh. That came out in like. Oh, one? Oh, two? Yeah. I remember my cousins had it, and I think the one game that I played pretty often on the original Xbox was Madden. I was playing, like, the the football games for whatever reason, the weird-ass controller that they happened to come out with for Xbox. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the that. only experience. I think, like, throughout that era of, like, PS2 and Xbox, I probably PC gamed more than I did actually console gaming. Yes. So, like, I don't have a big or a great love the same way that people do for ps2 mm. and xbox like the og xbox like i just 
it wasn't there for me. And whether it's because I didn't beg my mom to go buy it for me because I wasn't making money at that point. <laughs> I just, I think I was playing more PC gaming than I was during that time. I think that was kind of that era, but I definitely understand that PS2 was like one of the goat systems at that point in time. Oh, for sure. For sure. So you're a PC gamer, huh? So well, did you have it? Did you have uh, a game for your go-to game? Like, what oh, is your yeah. favorite PC game, like ever, Ryan? Me and it, our buddy Andrew was actually me and him were talking about this the other day, and yeah. it happens to be Diablo Two. Oh. Um, and anybody else who's actually played Diablo Two knows how much of a classic that game is, and there's still a following for that game now, even though there's two other versions of, as of this day, Diablo 2 is still kind of the OG classic RPG, PVP, great game. And quick funny story, my ex-girlfriend actually used to call me Mr. Diablo because I actually would miss all of her calls. I'd cancel dates. All right, I was going to say, <laughs> I thought it was for a whole No, 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 nothing like that. But I remember, oh, oh. I remember my kids listen to this for God's I spent so many hours like playing that game. Like literally, I used to skip high school classes sometimes just to go home and play the game kind of thing because I was like, fuck doing anything else. I just want to play that game. So the amount of hours that I'm not going to say wasted, but sat behind a computer screen the same way that I'm doing now for that game was definitely Diablo yeah, 2. That was my uh, shit. Would you, will you be buying, because I know they're remastering the game. Will you be buying the new remaster? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm ready. Diablo dance? Is that your Diablo yeah, dance? That's my there? Diablo dance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. How about you, Carlos? Carlos, what was like, did you ever play PC game? I don't think, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, ever... I, 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 I play PC game. Yeah, definitely. Like what? Uh, 3D pinball was a big one for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was actually was sick. Yeah, those were actually Solitaire. sick. Solitaire was a good one for me. Um, yeah, I never, I never really played like PC games, like legit, legit PC games. Um, uh, yeah, never really got into it. I don't know. Like, I never had like the because my computers were not like at that advanced at the time. Like, I didn't have like the graphic cards. I had my computers back, my PCs were like very basic. So anything that I wanted to play that was crazy would either be on my console or handheld. Oh, handhelds. Handheld. Uh, handhelds. I mentioned it earlier, but Game yeah, Boy yeah, Advance, did, that was did. a that was a big one for me. Game Boy Advance was a really I enjoyed the oh boy. Let's see. Uh yeah. Um uh, what game did I play for the Golden Sun I mentioned earlier? Pokemon Silver, I was a really big fan of. Every Pokemon, no? Every Pokemon, obviously. Every, like, that was just kind of a given. Yeah. Obviously, Poke yeah, Pokemon, it's, oh, my God, those handheld games, dude. You can play those for hours and never get, like, tired of it. Um, Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, I just remember playing a whole lot of Pokemon growing up in the handheld. Did you have any handhelds that you played? I played, I had it on Color, and then for, and then I played, like, the Advance, oh, Game Boy Color, that was a big one. I, like, I remember, I remember Color, the game check. It's like yeah. fucking mind blowing. I yeah, <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? Because I remember oh, the original my... Pokemon Red and uh, Blue we had here. 
um and that was uh, that wasn't color that was just like oh man that was black yeah, and white yeah it was black and white and then the game boy color so it came out and it was like what and then that silver and gold came out and we're just like oh bro <laughs> they're fully colored they all they colored did this this is crazy and then yeah that uh that changed my life i got the advance right after you know played a few classics on that and uh yeah that was awesome Oh, I just remembered a game. It wasn't on handheld. I'm just going all over the place right now. Super Smash Bros. On handheld? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, N64. Well, technically speaking, it's handheld. Yes. I, you know what? I never played it for GameCube. What? I know. I know. I never had the GameCube. GameCube was like the weirdest, but like futuristic looking. Fucking Why was box. it weird? I don't think it did that well. I don't think like it went well with the community. I don't think that people really like enjoyed GameCube the way that it should have been enjoyed. Because mm, I remember the one Mario Water game. I don't know if you remember that. I think it was called I Mario Sunshine. It, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. he had like this pack on his water, and it was kind of like the old school. Yes. Yes. Mario yeah. 3D. And he just did this whole thing, but like. There were so many games for GameCube. I think GameCube is probably just an underrated console in itself. It like enough people gave it um, fucking time. Like the well, Mario- I mean, at the time it came out, it was like it was a battle between PS2 and Xbox. Oh, and yeah. GameCube was like just there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, GameCube is wild. Those little fucking discs. Yeah, those tiny. Yeah, those discs were so tiny. But it's like in comparison, those guys like those. That was the next gen of like four controller gaming so you got yeah. four people playing the same fucking console which was mind-blowing at the time mm. and then like i was talking about before with the relationship is like man all you and four of your friends or three of your friends can sit there and play mario party for hours mm. you know and like that shit was just wild like but i never played smash bros that much i'll be honest with you oh my god i'm terrible at fighting games Bro. absolutely terrible <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not the greatest myself but like when you're in the heat of the moment when you when you when you're not that great and then you end up winning oh my god <laughs> bro oh my god i can't even begin to tell you how how many controllers i've broken from playing such such crazy fighting games such as that you know you're dragging me oh dude well i mean ryan would know ryan's a pretty angry person when he plays online for uh, like pc he he he's not very light skinned when it comes to those games. I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Brian, you, you have a bit of a temper tantrum when it comes to these. Do you have a, do you have an explanation as to why it is that you have a, such a temper tantrum with these games? But I want to be clear, and also sorry to interrupt before I let you get your spiel. Ryan is genuinely very good at these shooting games. Extremely, <laughs> like it's it's almost like I can't I I can't keep up with this guy. And none of uh, none of our friends in our group can I don't think can keep up with this guy. He's unreal in these games. But think, uh, yes, Ryan, go ahead. Explain why you have such temper transfers when it comes to video games. I think like growing up and playing games and like being competitive, it stems off of like playing basketball and like football and like being that competitive kid growing up. And. <laughs> That was just, like, me being like a little fucking angry teenager all the time and, like, going through maturity. Like, obviously, your emotions are flying and shit like that. And, like, sure. I was taking my anger out on kids online, being that oh. kid that Carl, St- but not the N-word. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, but nowadays, like, 
it is the only thing that makes me upset or like mad you know it's the only thing i get mad at like i don't if i have to take out my anger on something but i don't have a lot of anger anymore now that i'm older and like more mature about certain things and i'm like level-headed everything in the world nothing makes me mad other than gaming <laughs> so it's like <laughs> so it's like i don't have nothing else to be mad at like i love my life and it's going great and fucking the only thing that i can sit and yell at is gaming you know oh, so oh, that's how I kind of relieve my stress, I would say. I think that's probably like the a good way to put it. But yeah, no, like I just have you broken controllers from your anger in the past? Oh yeah. Oh I've probably broken like two Xbox controllers like way back when. Jesus Christ. Like I remember I like just fucking boom, throw it on damn. the floor. God damn. Then you gotta try and scavenger for like 60 bucks to try and find another controller, like. Oh my god! Yeah, it wasn't good. It was yeah. not good, but it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it was a good time. I imagine, and now your brother's following up in your footsteps. It seems. Yeah. So, <laughs> for those who don't know my brother, and I was actually going to talk about him a little bit um, closer to the end of the uh, the podcast, but just to bring him up, he's a huge, huge gamer, and I honestly think that if he spent the time and my mom gave him the freedom to be able to actually put his focus into gaming and gaming only i honestly think he could probably go like professional like he could easily be great like he's super young he's like 11 years old and he's absolutely disgusting at some of the stuff and like just his reactions watching him play certain things like he's a big fortnite kid so yeah. But, like, just seeing him play, like, he's absolutely disgusting. And I think that if he 100% focused on this, he could probably make it. But, like, you know, Asian parents or, like, any kind of parents, realistically, the pressure for you, you got to go to school and stuff like that. But what, even with him, it's, like, with him, I automatically don't even know if he's going to go to school. Like, what if he got, got a high school and he just wants to play games this whole time? Or, like... Is that a concern? Not for have. me. I say it's my parents, like, my mom... Yeah. his dad yeah he's definitely definitely concerning but him I, mean, like, I honestly don't think he's going to go to college or like university and really I think, that, I think that that's like an option for kids now is that yeah they have the ability to and like just the the tools and the mechanisms and like the stuff that we happen to have for kids like computers are the ability to just be so much more advanced they yeah. have more options in relation to just like our routes that we did where it's like you go that to they do that they yeah. do i you think know, like sorry go ahead no i was just sorry to interrupt you it just it sucks that you know that you know when our when we were younger our parents had to tell us oh your video game where's video games gonna get you i could pop up a video right now and i could see a kid making a million dollars and you're playing the video games that we played as kids or even uh playing Fortnite or call of duty now and then i just turn to my mom and just be like it is wild, man. Yeah, like it's the, just like they're getting and, contracts. They're on ESPN for God's sake. Yeah. How are you gonna have LeBron James highlights and then the next topic is a Fortnite, uh, you know, ch- you know, tournament? It's crazy. Like millions and millions of dollars have like been built on this industry, and like the industry is yeah. so far advanced. It's come from sitting in a room with your brother, or your sister, whoever, playing on a two-person console now going to where we have a society where a certain amount of young kids 
make millions and millions mm. off of like Twitch streaming and like just playing games, you know, 12 hours a day, putting in that kind of focus. Like those guys are athletes, like yeah, in yeah. comparison, Pretty you know, much. like maybe not like the physical athlete that we're used to being up in the nineties, like yeah. the MJ or the yeah. Kobe, you know, rest Obviously. of Kobe. Yeah. Hall but, of Famer this weekend. Shout out Kobe, man. Shout out to Kobe. But uh, yeah, man, like they're, it's not that in comparison. Like, those guys, that's a full on career now. Yes. Which is wild. Absolutely insane. Wild. Insane. Insane. Insane in the membrane. Like, you know, having GMs, celebrity GMs, Rick Fox, I had a team. Oh, yeah. Rick Fox. Uh, a few people. Um, Freaking, uh, I was, what, what is it? Scott Cranky? I forgot his name, but he was the owner of the Denver Nuggets. He has a Call of Duty t- league that he, yeah. he also owns uh, Arsenal, the soccer team. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he now owns a Call of Duty league. In uh, so it's it's insane how even these GMs are just now getting into the gaming thing, realizing the money that comes out of it. Yeah. So, oh my God, it just really, really, really. If only I had the time to play the video games a lot more when I was younger, you know. But hey, such is life. But uh, we probably wouldn't have made this podcast, and here we are in the future. So what about, then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You go. I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want to do this romantic 2000 thing where we interrupt each other and then you say, you know, go ahead. No, no, no. But uh, I was going to say, Carl, I was like, what about now? Like, do you feel like I know you play games here and there? You can whenever we have the time to outside of like, you know, our day to day or jobs, you know, being that part of your family, this and that. Like, do you still find yourself playing games? What do you think about it now? Uh, from time to time yeah i play video games um i just played today actually um i was playing online with this kid and i uh you know we beat each other a few times um i obviously won obviously because i'm, I'm <laughs> just, you know i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying i'm about that life because oh see me um but you know he ended up uh, adding me as a friend it's so weird how we you know we can connect with random strangers but like hey man that was a good fight He's like, do you want to play again? I'm like, nah, I can't do that, bro. You know, but uh, who knows? Hit me up later. We'll, you know, we fight again. But yeah, it's just uh, interesting how the online connectivity with this game is so, mm-hmm. you know, because I would never imagine from playing N64, I'm speaking to some dude in uh, Tibet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, now we're playing video games together on you know on the, and it could be any game you know it's not even like it's weird how we could connect from one game and then we find out there's mutual interest and now there's people who are even finding their lovers online from gaming you know what i mean having yeah. married you know getting married from these you know with uh the people they meet online so it's it's interesting what gaming can do now and uh yeah and the internet and gaming man that's that's one hell of a pair and uh yeah do you have anything uh, to say on that there, sir? I was going to say, like, just with, like, modern-day gaming, like, the it's, like, connectivity to another level. I remember speaking with one of my buddies, and I haven't spoken to him in a while, but he was telling me I'm not a social media buff, and everyone who's probably listening knows that. I'm not a social media dude whatsoever. Whatsoever. When I was talking to him, he was kind of giving me like this whole spiel and like why social media is good 
and how he uses it and like how I should be on it. And he pretty much talked about, you know, connectivity and like being able to kind of reach out to family members or whoever you haven't seen in a while. And this comes off of my point um, previously in relation to those relationships I got to build as a young, like a youngin. Being able to kind of like connect the way that you just said you did with somebody random that could have been from Tibet to mm. Ohio to Hawaii to yeah. you know netherlands or something like that like i remember i actually spoke to a guy the other day playing uh diablo 3 and he was from kansas city and wow. i remember just being like man this is fucking weird like you know what i mean and the whole concept of being able to kind of connect with people on a different level as opposed to just like social media twitter podcasts you know your our listeners kind of thing like those it opens up the door to be able to kind of like have that same level relationship that you can certainly build with strangers around the world. It brings people together. And I think that's yeah. the really important thing about video games. And even though some people think it's a waste of time, because my mom fucking still hates it. Yeah. Even though she plays Mario. So you, oh, uh, exposed. But, uh, it is a great, great tool to be able to kind of bring people together, even a pastime if you're not trying to take it seriously. Mm. Um, I was speaking to my dad um, the other day, and he has kids, two of my two younger stepbrothers, and he was telling me how he uses it as, you know, good and a bad kind of a parenting tool. Where it's like, man, when I'm fucking tired, I just let these kids play their games. I got a yeah. couple hours of sleep. Well, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> we can bring it back. The babysitter, man, the yeah, cool yeah. babysitter, babysitter, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like those tools, like people use it to their advantage. Like I'm sure that my little brothers, them two, are building the relationship they have by playing games the same way I did yeah. with my brothers. So I think that aside from the violence or the shit talking or the crap, talking about. Of- are we talking about in the video game or in real life? I thought about video gaming. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, Jesus, dude, you're you're violent. I'm like, <laughs> my God, what the hell happened with you? I gotta punch your cousin in the face over Super Mario Party, <laughs> man. There's definitely that wonderful aspect mm. in relation to kind of bringing people together, and I think that that's important. You know, no matter where you're from, it's a lovely thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. And to that, Ryan. Do you have a message for the young world on video gaming? For the young world? Yeah. Like an old, like a quick message? Yeah, a quick message. It doesn't or any message. I was just gonna I think that video gaming is definitely an easy tool or an easy door to be able to kind of open up certain things to. I think whether you can use it as a tool to be able to I don't want to say make yourself feel better or find a pastime or fill in time that potentially you have gaps with, but it's a great hobby. Um, you know, depending if you can afford it, it has become almost like a luxury now, especially in the Western side of, you know, the world where it's expensive to be able to kind of find hardware because you need a TV, you need a console, you need a controller, you need electricity. Yeah, you know the the luxury aspect to video gaming. You know we kind of overlook because it happens to be second nature to us. But if you can, um, I definitely recommend it because it taught me a lot of things in relation to like you know relationships between your cousins, conflict, you know 
calming yourself down in relation to certain things, finding it out. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, being the kind of be by yourself is a, the greatest comfort zone for certain people. So try it out if you don't. Um, I'm sure majority of people happen to because it's so accessible now, but it's, you know, I wish that it was more accessible to people so they can actually get that joy that we happen to have as a kid and even the joy that I happen to get from it now. So it's important. I think it's a great hobby for people to be kind of pick up. Wow. That was beautiful. What about you, Carlos? What do you, what, what's your, uh, your last message for, you know, kids or the young world kind of thing in relation to gaming? Uh, I mean, you know, just have fun with it, you know, don't take it too, too seriously, you know, if you want to develop into a career, then uh, I mean, hey, I mean, obviously there's money in it, you know, go for it, do what you got to do. You know, if your parents are not that understanding, just do the research, you know, explain to them that, uh, you know, gaming is the future and, you know, there is legit, you know, a future in it. And uh, obviously don't let it take over your life because, you know, gaming a bit, doing too much of anything is obviously unhealthy, but, you know, learn to spread your uh, activities, you know, go outside, you know, take a walk a little bit um, and, uh, you know, and uh, just have fun with it, you know, online connectivity wise, you know, just, um, you know, try and uh, see if you can make new friends. Um, I mean, I mean, that's asking a lot, especially if it's like Call of Duty or Fortnite, because, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, they talk that nonsense, but, you know, just let them know that you're about that life and, uh, you know, you don't take that BS from nobody. Um, I remember playing uh, with Hunter once, Hunter and Ryan, this, you know, <laughs> uh, we were playing Call of Duty and uh, this random dude was just like, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, that was rude. And uh, we started playing the game. Hunter smoked these kids, just like absolutely <laughs> obliterated them. And he's like only in like, what the th- what grade is he in? Like fourth grade? I think he's in grade six. Grade six I now? Think. Yeah, God, I we're getting, we're, we're Get getting old, too, man. Uh, Get Jesus old. Christ. But yeah, he's like smoking these dudes who are like, like twice his age. <laughs> like obliterating it. And we're just like, damn, <laughs> me and Ryan were just instigating the whole thing. Like, damn, what happened, bro? It happened. It's like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, just uh, have fun with it and, um, you know, uh, and try, you know, make friends with them unless they're from Scarborough or Brampton, which I I don't (laughs) I don't care back. So listen, here's the deal. I don't hate the people from that area, but I do judge them differently. Um, I just don't, I, 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 you know, I, you need to get your priorities together. Why would you choose that place? Scarborough, horrible place. It's not, not you know, there's nothing there. And then Brampton, obviously, you know, the insurance rates and the accidents there are insane. Why would you just, whatever. I don't judge you as a person. If you, you know, if you live there or if you're from there, just like, I'd still look at you differently. That's all. That, that's all I'm saying. So if you want to cancel me, I don't care. Turn it off. You know what I mean? Don't listen to me. But I will speak my piece, damn it. That's all I got to say on the matter. That's my message. Bring. Love the red. <laughs> but uh, I think I, uh, that's all I got to say in Game of Carlos. I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got to say. None of you kids will know about changing the channel three to get to your gaming system. You will never know. You will never know the struggle. We had to go through hell and back to play these video games for y'all. Just to, you know, talk to the nonsense of, to these Chinese kids uh, Fortnite, <laughs> or Japanese kids. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just so you know, some kid in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, can play with some dude back out in Alaska just to play these games. You don't know the struggle. All right, we went through it, and you know what, world? You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, I think I'm done now. So this is Ryan. And this is Carlos. And this is the blank. Uh, fill it in. <laughs> Dope.